How's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real, featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan Five. Oh, <laughs> oh. he's in the fifth phase already. I wonder who the new Dan's gonna be. How old are you, Dan? Well, I guess I'd be technically in this. I'd be a seven, I think, because I'm going to be thirty soon. Oh. Oh dear. <laughs> I know you'll get renewed, Dan. Oh yeah, better. This'll be Dan Five's run, the real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are we joking about here? What movie did you pick, Fox? Ah, I picked what I believed to be a sci fi classic, Logan's Run. Interesting phrasing there, but... I guess right. not that I don't think it is. <laughs> setting up our category. That is our category. It's old, it's sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, classic sci-fi. I see, you're trying to plug it, let the listeners know what we're doing. That's that's clever. Stay on, uh, yeah, let them know where, where they're at, you know. I don't know. Nice. What's What's this movie about? Well, according to IMDb, it's about... A police officer in the future uncovers the deadly secret behind a society that worships youth. Hmm. And then I guess there's some running involved, eh? There is a fair amount of running. Nice. Yeah, we're going to spoil this one. Just FYI, in case you don't want to spoil us. Mm-hmm. Go watch it and come back if you don't. Yeah, but I'm curious. What would you guys think of this? Logan's Run. I liked it. It's got that old, older style of sci-fi um, that you don't see anymore going on, that kind of aesthetic. And I like that. That that style for sci-fi and fantasy is pretty fun, I think. Yeah, I really like the, the look of it, yeah. I think it looks really cool. Just, yeah, it does feel very 70s, lots of colors and weird trippy stuff going on it's got an interesting yeah vibe and you're right you don't see like sci-fi movies like this really at all anymore like where it's like a dystopian future with a certain concept you know like that they supposed to like teach us a lesson i guess but um yeah i don't i can't think of the last time i saw like gattaca is the last one we reviewed on the show where there's like a dystopian future where they do one weird thing you know i'm always wary of dystopian movies and this one did not disappoint me. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, what? You, that it didn't disappoint, like, your wariness was founded? Is that what you mean? He's being tricky with his words. Well, it wasn't founded. Are you, what are you doing now? I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> this man's trying to trip us up with his words. <laughs> I think no, I no, see sorry, a runner, sorry. lads. I think he's a runner. No, <laughs> no, no, wait. <laughs> Now, you know, I, I I was thinking about this last night. I really don't care for most, like, contemporary dystopian future, you know, like the whole Divergent Hunger Games kind of uh, vein. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's, like, where it's all going now, you know? Like, I don't really count Blade Runner and cyberpunk stuff necessarily as dystopian, because it's still, like, society. But this, this was much better no angsty teenagers being like, I don't know. I guess they kind of came to the same conclusion. I assume angsty teenagers would, but they they didn't make a big deal about it. <laughs> I I agree with you, Dan. I like the way this one looked quite a bit. 
but I thought I was kind of bored for most of the rest of it when they were they were talking most of the time. I didn't, I don't know, just wasn't it wasn't holding my interest super well, but it looked good. I thought it was kind of slow too. I didn't really, it had a hard time grabbing my attention. Um, I don't know, it just felt like it kind of like meandered around a little bit and wasn't doing a whole lot. Like there's some interesting stuff here and there, but I don't know. I just, some of the pieces didn't feel like they were quite connecting for me as I thought they would. I feel the same. I think I was kind of hoping for maybe something more in the vein of stalker, but I think we got something in between that and Barbarella. (laughs) (laughs) Barbarella. (laughs) That's a wide gap. (laughs) That's not, that is a wide gap. That's not quite Barbarella levels, though. I don't know. I read that they wanted to have, yeah, a much bigger orgy scene and much more revealing costumes. <laughs> not for lack of trying. <laughs> I will disagree slightly with you three. Um, I was pretty engaged with this up until a point. And then it really slowed down, and I was like, okay, let's let's get going here. Um, can anybody guess what point that is? Is it when they're just wandering around the city or something? Yeah, after they, they meet the old man. Yeah. <laughs> it was like going on a high pace. We're like learning all these new concepts. There's a, a chase going down, all kinds of cool new sets and everything popping up all the time with new revelations. Then we get to the old man and it comes to a screeching halt for like 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, then it ends because I'm assuming they ran out of money. It is a very abrupt ending, I think. <laughs> In fact, I was a little confused. I felt like I missed like 10, 15 minutes of additional scenes. Yeah, I got confused at the end too. I kind of like the old man. Like that kind of caught my attention again because that old man was just so weird. But um... He was pretty funny. With all the cats, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I was like, this is future Terry right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like him, but it was... It's just like compared to the rest of it, it was like, oh man, it drug a lot. The stuff where they were like, there's like looking at statues going, hmm, he must have been important, but his face, I've never seen a face like that. And then they walk around and they're like, hmm, what does this mean? It's like a tombstone or something. I'm like, okay. Like I, it, some of that's kind of fun, but it, it kind of got on my nerves a little bit too. I was like, let's just, <laughs> let's just get to the next part now. <laughs> we don't need them to pause at every landmark they see and mumble about something. Oh, man, I thought that was kind of interesting. Because, like, I don't know, I think one of the themes I've seen talked about, reading other reviews about this movie now, talk a lot about, there's, like, I guess some religion themes in there. And I was kind of like, like, you know, they, they like, look at the face, and they're like, that must be the face of someone old, someone important. And then they see, I guess it's Abraham Lincoln's statue, and then they see a painting of him, and the guy's, like, stoked. He's like, hey, I've seen this guy before. Where you at, Jess? I know this guy. And I was like, you know, this is like how a religion gets started. People like come across these like old ruins and they're like, hmm, that guy on that statue looks important. I bet people used to worship that guy. (laughs) And I kind of feel like that's where their society might head next. Just worshiping old people? Like statues of old people, yeah. 
Man, that old man's in for a treat, then, if they're worshiping old people. <laughs> I did kind of get, like, a Messiah vibe from him in the very last scene there, where they're all crowding around him, and he's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. What? I felt like they were all like, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> that old man's gonna get, like, smothered. Yeah, I think if I would have liked Logan as a character better, too, maybe I would have been more engaged. But I didn't really like Logan for most of it. Like, the guy acting does fine. I Just the character annoyed me for some reason. Yeah, I didn't really actually like him that much either. I, I, I kind of liked him towards the end, I guess. Like, he grew on me, but I think it takes too long for me to really, like, turn turn to his side. Well, he's... He's super, like, self-centered and snobbish. I mean, him and his friend take joy in shooting people who are running and stuff. So he he starts out real, like... <laughs> real <laughs> really, low. Yeah, real low. And so when he, like, has his moment where he changes the actually wanting to run and get out of here, you kind of are like... Yeah, I don't I don't care. I don't care if you die or not. You're, <laughs> you're not the best person. Well, hey, I was going to ask you guys about that. Because, like, when they're chasing that guy and cracking up, right? He, like, misses so many shots. And then his buddy makes a comment about how many shots he misses. And then later on, he says to the girl, I've never killed anybody in my life. And then again, later on, when he finally shoots somebody, somebody makes a comment about how he finally hit a target. And I kind of wondered if maybe he was intentionally missing for so long. I thought he was missing on purpose because he was just toying with the guy. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what the vibe I was getting from the way it was presented with him just cackling with his buddy. Because his buddy was just like, made like a joke at him, like, oh, you're such a terrible shot or whatever. Like, like didn't think he was just messing around, thought he was genuinely a terrible shot. I think you're on to something, Fox. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even pick that up, so good catch. But I'm not sure. Because he does look happy to be chasing that guy around. You're not wrong. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I kind of wish he would have been more hesitant about it then, if that was the case. Yeah, I did not get that vibe when he was chasing that man. He looked like he was having a lot of fun like just toying with him. No, he did. I guess maybe almost like in a childlike way, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's a, a problem with the writing, which, unfortunately, the writing is not the strongest part of this movie. Like, we needed something like... Like, I could see it being, um, he's trying to keep up appearances around everybody else, right? Because um, he's got a pretty nice position, apparently, in their society, so, like, maybe if, like, he came home and before he got on the, like, sex wheel thing, he had, like, a moment of regret or something. But then he's like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of this by using the sex thing. That would have helped out and, like, brought that more to the forefront instead of just, like, a couple lines put in there. Yeah, because even alone, he seems kind of like a jerk. Yeah, you're just like, ugh. He's just very... He comes on very strong, and you're just like, all right. Like, yeah, he doesn't He doesn't really get sympathetic towards the end, and that's because, yeah, he thinks he's just going to get killed like everybody else or whatever, get sent to the renewal thing. And, like, yeah, the way he uses that same excuse every time, he's like, 
yeah, I used to hunt people, but now that it's happening to me, it's different. And I was like, how is I going to fly with any of these people? <laughs> yeah, like, they're not going to care. I think he was just saying that because the machine like told him to do it. He couldn't reveal his mission, so he was just giving him a lame line. But that line like, it would never sell me. If I was on the other team, I'd be like, well, that's too bad because you're going to get it because you got to have some bigger revelation than that for me. <laughs> right. I just don't think like in his heart of hearts, he believed that reason himself, I guess, is what I mean. Like it was just a line to appease people. Well, they did try to kill him like they were going to. That was their whole plan because they're like, there's no way we're letting him go because they're wisely. They were like, yeah, he's just he's he's a phony when in, in reality, he really did want to get away. But, you know. He's pretty bad at going undercover. That is true. And it's back to the writing, too. Like, it's pretty dumb for the computer to, like, take his last four years away and then tell him to go undercover, right? That's so stupid. Like, why on earth would you do that? It's like, just make his little clock start blinking and then tell him that's like, oh, yeah, you're good. We'll reset it when you get back. Just tell him that at the end, yeah, because he asked like three times, I'm going to get the four years back, right? The computer's like, eh, he doesn't even bother answering. Like, Oh, I think it wanted him to die. Like when his buddy in the beginning is like, you asked too many questions, Logan. I think the machine was sending him off on a suicide mission. Why? Just because he asked too many questions? Yeah, although I've got some other theories on that, but I feel like we don't get enough information from this, and it seems like the book might hold some answers that we needed. Is he, like, hanging around with, like, the babies too much? Like, is that the only, like, weird thing I noticed before, like, the whole undercover mission? He asked his buddy something, I think, in the beginning about, like, why do you think they run and why is it, you know, why do we do what we do or whatever? And his buddy was like, don't think about it. That's not for you to know. He seemed pretty satisfied with that answer, though. <laughs> he just went home and, you know, went to his online hookup site. And... I guess I got the impression he'd been asking questions in the past. But again, with the writing, as Dan has mentioned, it, it, they there's just so many things that should have been said. <laughs> yeah, they, they start Logan out on a real low note. And that's kind of what put me off right at the bat, I think. And I just lost interest pretty much in it after that. But I will admit it does look good i love all the weird like fashion sci-fi they thought was gonna be in the suits and the sets that was cool it is cool um and that's what i like the most about it um is that whole look at a hedonistic um utopia quotation marks on the utopia um it is if you're not looking for anything i guess um, it, it's cool. It's interesting. It looks cool, and it's it's a lot so much different from everything else. And it helped me stay engaged with the movie, even though I didn't like Logan too much. Oh yeah, I love that old seventies look. Like just before we get to the eighties, with all the like, I don't know what, what what do you call that? Like the look of like um like aliens, where it's all like looking like VCR players for spaceship Grungy. controls and stuff. Yeah, like post that when it's still like theatrical almost like stage costumes yeah and everybody's like perfect looking and everything i i don't know what it is i i like it it, it it's more it seems more fun maybe it's like looking back at how you would think uh how to put it like i don't know i i get like everybody wears like togas and um 
robe type things in this, right? And it reminds me of like what people picture in their mind when they think of like ancient Greece. And it's like a bunch of like good looking people just lounging around and doing whatever they want type of thing. I, it's interesting just seeing how that image is portrayed, I think. I'll tell you what it reminded me of was like H.G. Wells stuff, like the uh, like the little children-esque people, like way far in time, in the time machine that the dude runs into, they get eaten by the little, the, you know, the horrible cave guys. Like the way out of their clothes and appearance very much gave me that vibe. It's like an idyllic look at perfection in the eyes of these creators kind of thing. Yeah. I always say with sci-fi, you know, it's sci-fi. Go nuts. It doesn't got to be all grungy and grounded like we are now. It's sci-fi. Do something crazy. Do something weird. It'd be very hard to get something like this made today just because it focuses on the sexuality as so much as it does. Um, that probably wouldn't fly like it did back in the, in the 70s. This is true. I loved, like, the that miniature set that they had for the city and, like, all the long shots they took of all the buildings and that those monotube things that they were going through and the cars. Oh, man, those, that was so awesome. I loved it. That looked really cool, yeah. That's probably my favorite thing they did, was just, yeah, the exterior shots of the, the compound or whatever. I was going to say the same thing. I think watching those old Godzilla movies has given me a newfound appreciation of good miniature sets. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and this one was sweet. Now I just need, like, Gamera or Godzilla to come rampage through it. Yeah! That would be pretty <laughs> sweet. I think, too, like, the yeah, the... Uh, the practical effects are great in this like that miniature set um all of the like there, there's a bunch of different sets they have in here like there's the general like areas that they're walking around in and there's the carousel room then you've got like the ice caves the grungy underbelly of the city then they go outside and you've got ruined Washington, D.C. with all the vines and like plant life and vegetation growing on everything. It is awesome. It all looks so good. I love it. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, everything visual. Well, most things visually. There are a few weird like wonky effects and stuff, I think. But like the uh, the for the most part, yeah, I think they really pull off the look of and the vibe they want they want with this yeah i had i had to look up when this movie was done again this was 1976 so it looked dang good for back then so what's up with this carousel thing i don't think i ever really understood it i figured the twist was going to be that nobody ever gets renewed and i think that is kind of the twist i'm not sure exactly I don't even know what the renewal thing is. Does that mean like their soul gets transferred to a baby? Is that what that means? Well, they don't know what it is either because the babies are grown in vats or something like that. They don't like the women don't give birth in this society anymore. Um, so nobody really knows what it is. Like apparently you're just like 
I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, nobody knows because no one's actually seen it go down. But so how do you win? You just get floated to the top and hopefully not explode. You got to be strong. Only the strongest get renewed. I didn't really understand that whole process. And I guess maybe you're not supposed to, but I feel like if I kind of understood that better, because I figured the twist right away was going to be, oh, they're not getting renewed at all. Everybody's just dying or something (laughs) like, but it just didn't seem, I don't know. It just felt weird to me that I didn't really understand the stakes. We watched this thing happen for a long time. And it's like, I don't understand what I'm watching. (laughs) People are just exploding in the sky. I had a theory on what they think is happening because it would appear they all just get blown up and die. But I kind of got the impression maybe because like they go and see the babies in the beginning. Right. And like, they're like, ah, that's the new Logan there. How exciting. Wonder what he's going to be like. I wonder if they think like when you get renewed, like your genes become like a template or something for the next round of you or whatever. Like he's grown from the gene seed of a Logan or something in his head, maybe. That was my guess with something like that, where they like figured they'd get reborn in some way as like a new person. I I wasn't sure either. I loved that carousel sequence, though. It was so, like, interesting visually. And, like, they all get in that, and they have these robes and weird masks on. And then all the, like, crowds doing, like, this cultish chant while they're spinning around and exploding. I I just took it like they're doing like the phoenix thing it like dies in flames and then comes back from the ashes if they were worthy i guess is what i thought was going on but obviously we didn't see it happen because i guess nobody does and from what i gathered like this probably happens every day so i wouldn't assume everybody goes and watches it all the time either so that could be why nobody questions if people come back or not i guess i mean they don't live long enough to know yeah that could be i would i could use a little more about this like the the rules they live by because yeah i get that 30 is like the age gap but the rituals and stuff would have been nice to to understand a little bit better yeah i could see that i do that is something they changed from the book from what i saw they didn't have the carousel in the book they just like inject them or something like that and they die and they die at 21 in the book not 30 i think i'd like that better honestly if they just died and everybody was cool with it kind of you know besides the runners i think that would have just made more sense i I mean i like the trippy 70s carousel weird thing but i don't know it just adds a lot of like weird stuff to it that i don't think meshes super like i just don't understand it i guess is my issue with this just it's just vague and it's just there i guess like if they were gonna be just okay with everyone dying i i guess i would need like some explanation or reason of why everyone's okay with just dying without like the uh, the caveat of maybe you'll get to be reborn yeah so they don't explain that at all like why why do they kill them at third like i think i know why which we could get into oh, I later. Oh, to save resources, isn't it? I, I think so, yeah. Didn't they say it was like the perfect way to keep your population in check was like for one thing to be entered, you have to take out another or something like that? Mm-hmm, yeah, at the start. 
it didn't bug me too much since it was like right at the start of the movie. And I was like, okay, they're just showing me all this crazy stuff that this society does. And it's just like an accepted thing. I think it, that's why it worked for me. Yeah. I mean, and all of these old like dystopian stories, it is just like, here's this rule that everybody follows just because that's how it works these days. You know, they don't really ever have a, a good, I guess I could probably go with it even better if it's just like, okay, this is how their society works. That's what they do. They just kill each other at 30 and that's. Everybody just accepts it because that's all they know or something like that. Like that, that makes sense to me. I don't know. I just, or maybe they could, yeah, maybe they'd have to spread lies about, you know, once you get old, like you, you're something horrible happens and, you know, you like to break down and it's painful and horrible or, you know, there could have been a lot of different excuses. It does kind of look at that. Like that's the main question it poses, I guess, is, is it worth living to get old and go through all of that? And why would it be? Or is it better to just go out while you're young when you're like in your prime and like, well, in their society, leaving, living a hedonistic lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> I think that's the problem, right? Is they like live in a hedonistic society. You know, they all have jobs, but they don't really seem to care about their jobs. And the people like the doctor who seem to have like a more skilled position, like it's all done by a robot. He just pulls a lever. And it happens. So, like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess it's hard to, like, judge them by our own standard of having to have lives and careers and tribulations and not just be engaging in crazy psychedelic drug orgies every evening. It's like how people romanticize, kind of going back to what I was talking to earlier, it's kind of like how people romanticize, like, the ancient greeks or the romans and things like that you know it's kind of a look like that it's it's hard to project our viewpoints on this kind of society because of everything you just said i mean in this one like since women can't get pregnant anymore i guess um like there's no nobody gets married they don't have relationships or anything really either so it that's that's this is all stuff that interests me like going from something like stalker to this this is i find much more interesting because it's actually showcasing these things and exploring them um by showing how they live their lives and interact with each other right and i find that way more interesting than something like stalker where they're going oh it could be this or it could be this too you know so I latch on to this kind of storytelling much more. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that, Dan. I guess I didn't really think about that early. You know, we were talking about him being a jerk earlier. But, like, this is a society where the people who run are the people who were like, you know, I'm in love or I have X reason to live, you know, beyond hedonism. So this is a society that, like, rewards hedonism and being narcissistic. So, like, if he's, you know, in a cushy position, like, why wouldn't he be, like, a jerk and self-centered? And he might not be that bad in their world either. Like, he looks terrible to us, but for everybody else, he's probably, like, an outstanding citizen because he's a sand man. <laughs> I guess I didn't really take that. I mean, the, the the whole like killing everybody at 30 is bad, but I never got the vibe that this was like a horrible place really to live. Like, sure, they're very, you know, they're probably having sex every night or whatever. And there's the weird love shack they go into. 
But I mean, hey, if that's what you're into, whatever. Like, I don't know. It didn't seem like it was that bad. Um, except besides, like I said, yeah, thirty thing probably cut that, and then it wouldn't be. It'd be a lot better. But and, and that's that's why it's interesting to me because it, it it's looking at that. It's like that question. It's like, is it worth it to go out? at 30 in this or do you want to stick around and grow old with somebody um and have more of your life instead of just like i don't know a fourth of it or something you know it's it, it's interesting to me but and on the utopia thing it does look like a pretty good world for the most part but i mean that that's the catch with all these dystopian movies um it's not till you start looking at how it's achieved that you find out that it's not that good of a place to be, actually. There's always that hitch. Yeah, it turns out it's not so great after all. You know? Yeah, it's like, do you like eating other people? Because they do in this movie. Oh, is that what that reveal was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, they, they ran out of fish, the little robot man who you could totally see the dude inside, which was cracking me up. He's like, we ran out of all the fish that they were making their food out of. So, I like, this is some crazy conspiracy I think they have going on. Maybe some of the people who are setting up this sanctuary, they like, they know, like, what's going on or something like that. And so they've invented this whole idea of this place. So that way they can send people out there to get frozen and then processed in the food um, for the rest of the utopia to eat. Ooh, I'll take you a step further even. I think the people who set this up are long gone and dead. And it's just that computer running their society now. And I don't think it knows that like the warehouse freezer butcher robot is out of like fish and stuff to catch. I think that, like, you know, whatever it is, that number of runners, it says, like, a thousand, that's gone, and it's like, they've got to be somewhere. They're in the resistance through this door with the onk symbol, which goes directly to that warehouse. I think they're all the food, but I think it doesn't get or understand that, like, they're the food, not the resistance. That explains why it sent Logan off to do what he did, and then... Doesn't really explain why it blows up at the end, but what you a know. stupid ending! <laughs> it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible way to end the movie. But yeah, yeah, that's it. Because I was wondering about that fox. Like that's one of the notes I put. I was like, I would have liked to see who was behind all of this, you know. But yeah, maybe I bet you're right. They're probably all dead, or they got killed because they were. 30 and then the computers running it or i would have liked it if like they were old themselves that and then they run into them that would have been cool i think maybe it's like that in the book i don't know i haven't read it but yeah that that's part of that the utopias run by dystopian things and then just like all the imagery they get there like descending into the underbelly was great too but yeah that was nasty i was like oh my god man that whole robot scene i lost me i gotta admit i was like what is this this has just gone into a very strange direction <laughs> yeah <laughs> i agree tv 
this robot, like he, I mean, yeah, he doesn't look very good at all. I think he looks kind of bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, it was funny, but yeah, I was like, oh, this is just this robot sticking around way too long. <laughs> what is the deal? And I guess there was a big reveal, but I like totally flew by me. I thought he was just like capturing these people and freezing them for no reason. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought, too. I was so confused, which is why it probably annoyed me even more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I was like, He's just storing these people. Like, what's he doing? Um, but okay, sure. I guess they eat him. I, yeah, that, that did not come to my mind at all. Gotcha, gotcha. I I can see, yeah, why <laughs> that didn't gel with you as much. Then <laughs> I thought just like a random thing of this world is this random robot at the basement, <laughs> just <laughs> captured runner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I caught on. Um, and that's why I was really interested in that because. This was the 70s, so PG doesn't mean what it does now. But man, what a crazy like thing to have in a PG movie. That's a very dark turn to go with it. But nice, we would, like had some scenes of them like eating or something, you know? Because we never—I don't think I see anybody eating this movie. I think you're right. I don't think there is anybody eating in this. Then you said this was based off of a book, right? Yeah, it is. Do you know how long it is? Because I was thinking this felt like it would be a lot better if it was like a short story sci-fi dystopian thing. Because this movie's like two hours, and it was so slow for me for most of it. I kept losing interest. I was like, I think they could cut maybe 30 minutes off of this and speed it along, and it would have been better for me. And make Logan... Just less of a jerk, because I didn't really give much about him, you know, from the start, so. I'm not opposed to having, like, a bad person be the main character. I mean, if it's, like, I think, like, what Dan was saying earlier, like, I guess, you know, like, why would he be a good person having this spot in this society that rewards narcissism? I think if they would have capitalized more on that angle, it would have been a lot better. I was reading, I found this kind of interesting, the box office of this movie. In its first five days in theaters, uh, Logan's run grossed $2.5 million, which Wikipedia says was a substantial sum at the time. It's run with a gross of $25 million in North America and like solid performances in other territories. And it's credited with helping MGM recover from debt. It's nuts, yeah. Yeah, they have a TV show um, with IMDb said 14 episodes on that came a year after it. So apparently this was pretty big, big news in 1976. Yeah, man, I, I sent my dad a snap like I just have the main guy and I was like, yo, check it out. Watching an old sci fi with the guy from Austin Powers as the lead. And like with under a minute, he was like, oh, yeah, that's Logan's run. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude, my dad was the same way it was like Logan's <laughs> run he's like yeah i know that so it it was big big deal yeah i i could totally see why i mean um just from like the visuals alone there's not a ton of movies that look like this you know it it looks like certain episodes of star trek when they go to like the pleasure planets or something like that it looks like one of those but like an entire movie set based on that which is which is kind of cool in its own right um 
and it's like it's got a lot of cool unique ideas in it um well some aren't as unique as others but you know you know what i'm getting at and and themes that um aren't like super high brow but it explores them in a nice way that's not confusing for the most part i i can't think of anything else that really looked like this pre star wars when well, star wars doesn't look like this either but i mean there's stuff like flash gordon and those kinds of things which are similar i guess it does have yeah the visual flair i mean yeah that's definitely the best part for me i just uh i don't know I honestly don't think it explores it enough for my taste. I feel like they could have like lingered on some of this stuff and really like got down and dirty with what's going on in this world. But it feels very much, yeah, kind of, I don't know. It doesn't stick. It doesn't, it moves along and it's slow movie for me, but it moves very quickly from one thing to another that I don't know. It's just, it doesn't take its time enough with some of this stuff. I don't think. Mm hmm. Which the book probably does, and probably the TV show, I bet, too, does a much better job of, like, thoroughly exploring everything going on in the film. But yeah, I, I, I agree. The visuals are the best part of it. The writing needed some work because the dialogue's not super great. It's passable, I guess. Um, the characters are not very good. Like I, I agree completely with you, Mike, that Logan needed some <laughs> some um, chill. He needed some chill, some writing to help his character out, cause like um I it's like crime dramas, you know. Those are based have bad guys as the leads, but they usually are good and successful because they make you care about what's going on with them, you know. And Logan, I I really didn't care much about what happened to him. Um, and then his Jessica, his friend, is just there to be a love interest and to be eye candy. So there's nothing going on with her either, um, which is disappointing. Um, so yeah, it, it's all the visuals and the themes I think for this one. Not not so much the characters. Yeah, that, that romance felt kind of forced to me, too. Yeah, I did feel just like, oh, she's got to be here for the romance. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's like, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And I was like, really? <laughs> you don't know? Like, it's just, it went, it just suddenly something clicked for her, I guess, because that just I seemed... think that's why she was part of the resistance. I think, like, she wants to be monogamous with somebody, and that seems to be actively discouraged in their society. And I think this was the first dude who wasn't dead that was like hmm monogamy love interesting i never really picked up on the monogamy thing being an issue in the society i know she didn't know what husband and wife was but i don't know i guess do people not date in this world i don't know i think it's actively discouraged yeah because you can't have a family unit why would you want to die if you had a family you'd be like no i can't die i've got a family so it's like no reason to i mean most people get or they start families in the late 20s early 30s nowadays i think anyways so i mean i'm sure they have like people they like um for <laughs> for certain reasons more than others but um yeah they like well because they didn't know what like husband and wife were 
or anything like that. So they don't have relationships with each other through like love, I guess, outside of sexual things. Um, And they can't get pregnant. So there's like no reason not to go ham on that, I guess, (laughs) is a a way to put that. So it's, it's not like, which is interesting way to look at it. It's like, yeah, that makes sense to, to me that that's how it would be. So it, it, the ideas are there for their characters to be much better. Like her finally realizing, yeah, I don't have to die at 30. I could actually, like Fox was saying, I could have a relationship with one person that I like um, or I love, right? And we could be together forever. This is the first time they're like having these thoughts. So I, I could see, like like the building blocks are there. They're just not handled very well. <laughs> yeah, back to that writing again. <laughs> I've got it figured out. They could have spent more time world building and setting all those stuff up in the beginning. Like give it as a little mystery instead of just dropping it all on us with the robot. <laughs> How the world is, I don't know. And then throw them into the action. I think we could have used more of it. Cause yeah, I don't, I never got the vibe that people didn't like date or, you know, have like not, they wouldn't get married obviously. Cause they didn't know what that was, but like, he's got, fr- I assumed his friend there at the beginning was like his actual friend. You know, they have still relationships, you know, they they could still I don't ever got the vibe nobody was like together you know they they could still be dating or something I don't know it didn't that never came across as clear to me because why would you want to die or let your partner die there's there's no guarantee you'll be renewed like they know there's a chance they'll die and I mean so like if you're with somebody like you'd obviously be like we gotta run we gotta go today we can't stick around hmm no I I, I really could have used something like that I think of the movie I don't know I, I never even yeah crossed my mind. Yeah, it's cool ideas. They just, yeah, they just could have set it all up a little bit better, I think. For as long as the movie is, I feel like they could have put some more up on the front work. I think if they would have cut out like 20, 25 minutes from the old man stuff, like when they first run into him, you know, cut out like 25 minutes of that because that just ruins the pacing so much um and it, they don't really do a whole lot when they get there either uh cut out 25 minutes of that that's a long time and use that for building up the characters and exploring more of these themes we've been talking about you know then we could have got they could have done some even cooler visuals too probably because that like sex palace thing drug orgy thing they were in man that place was like crazy looking they had like some decent use of like slow-mo in there too to like showcase the effects of the drugs and like the eroticism going on in there too which was cool yeah like maybe like just a day like just see logan like live out his day you know and do like some stuff that like what's normal in the society because all we really see is the carnival or the carousel not the carnival well it kind of feels like a carnival (laughs) but like, we see that, and I guess that might happen every day. I'm not sure. And then um, we see him hunt down a person, but then after that, it kind of feels like they're he's on a secret mission, and we don't really get to see much else. Well, we we get to see, like, the, the, um, the delinquents. I almost forgot about them. That was interesting. Yeah. I think they could have just cut that out. I mean, that was interesting, but that didn't really matter, I feel like. 
that does feel like something in a book uh, that they would just like end up exploring there because they have more time. Yeah, yeah. Because that is a cool idea where like they send the violent people and they're all like kids, like unruly kids to go live in this weird rundown place until they get better, hopefully, I guess. But um, yeah, that that was it's an interesting idea. But ultimately, I was like, well, what does this have to do with really anything at all? Ooh, I saw that in the book. There was a war, like within this, I guess, realm of memory for them, between people who were almost 21 and people who were 21, where the young people tried to revolt. And these gangs out in that, like, rundown district were remnants of the, like, kid gangs that tried to revolt, which would have been very good information in the film, I think. Yeah. And they could have played up more... Uh, is Logan actually doing it because he's undercover or because he wants to run? I think that would have been a nice aspect too. I agree because that's that's all another thing that I feel like suddenly something just clicks and he's like, "Oh yeah, I I'm actually like escaping and not doing my mission anymore." And I don't know exactly when that moment is because it's never like clear. You know, all of a sudden he just starts acting a lot nicer, and I'm like, "Oh, he must be a good guy now." <laughs> I I think it's when. They took his years away is when he decided, okay, I'm actually going to run. I think that's when it happened, but they could have used some more of a better transition, I guess. Just that whole that whole point of taking his years away is really, like, dumb. Yeah, that computer just seemed kind of dumb in my like. I was like, well, this thing, he's got its mission. I guess it's a computer, so it doesn't feel like it has to make the guy understand him or something i don't know but yeah then it just explodes at the end because it can't hardly believe what it's hearing and it's like what like <laughs> this computer is so weird i don't get it yeah i agree it it did look cool i thought i did appreciate the way it looked if the volume wasn't on. I would have liked to watch it in the background, I think. so. That computer room was the coolest, I think, actually, for me. With, like, those, like, spinning green wheels at the, like, top in the hallway. That looked really cool. Yeah, I just like that old um, sci-fi look. I think it's cool. I like when there's a band called Wolf Mother who does a thing like, Vic what's the song, Victorious, that music video? Stuff like that, and even... You know, I'll admit Barbarella. Just the visuals of all that old sci-fi looks good. <laughs> I just don't usually like the dialogue or the stories in them, so I don't get the old sci-fi usually. It, it's that, it, the cheap, cheap, well, not cheaply made all the time, but, you know, it's, they, they want it for the visuals, um, for the sets, the effects, and the people. <laughs> I loved the interrogation scene, like like that whole like the computer blowing up because it was confused was stupid. But the interrogation, that was so creepy because it's like he's sitting there and he's not doing anything. It's like, I'm not going to tell you nothing, basically. And the computer's just like, OK, we're just going to scan your brain and then your brain's going to tell us it even though you don't want to. That was so, like, creepy, and I loved how they did that. They shot it really cool, too. Yeah. With, like, all the, like, reflections he sees in the mirror and stuff. I like that scene a lot, too, actually. 
when this movie gets sinister, it does a very good job doing it, I think. Yeah, for the most part, besides besides the robot in the basement. But... Yeah, the robot was kind of... <laughs> the robot was needed some help. <laughs> he looked like that guy might be stuck in the thing. Yeah, he might need some I help. saw that he, like, fell over and it and couldn't get up because it was so <laughs> bulky and unwieldy. <laughs> That's but... amazing. I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't be old sci-fi if there wasn't a horrible robot character like that. I, I it was kind of freaky though when you could see the dude's mouth in there. Like it was kind of freaky, but yeah, they weren't going for that for sure. Well, he says something like he's like part robot, part man, or something, or he's like somewhere in between. And I was so maybe that's why I don't know. Oh, he did but, say that, didn't he? So maybe he's like a cyborg and not a. Maybe he is an old man under there. He's just had cyber enhancements. He's senile, and that's why he's like just freezing. Well, I guess he's doing it on purpose if he's feeding them. I thought, so yeah, I just thought he was malfunctioning and he was just freezing people. But yeah, the the human meat, that's a lot better of a twist than, <laughs> than what I <laughs> they had. ran out of fish. Oh, yeah, because I just thought of this because they go through all those tanks and they're like, these are breeding tanks. Or whatever, but they're empty, so I, I just thought of that. Yeah, I think yeah, you, that has to be it, yeah. What'd you guys think of the music? I liked it sometimes, um, and other times I thought it was a little just too weird. Uh, like, during the carousel scene, I thought that was a little bit too obnoxious, but other scenes, like with like the Love Shack or whatever that place is called, that was kind of cool. I liked what they were doing with that. That was cool music there. I agree. It's a little hit or miss, but I like when it was good. I liked it. I felt like when they got outside, the shift in music was a little jarring for me. When it was suddenly that big symphonic thing that just like slams in there, and it's mixed up so much higher than like the weird trippy synth music was earlier. Like I was like, wait a minute, have I just been missing? Like, the symphonic score of this whole movie? Have I just been ignoring it? Like, where did this come from? I I like the the city music the best. It was in, very interesting and, like, menacing, too. Like, the just that opening where they're showcasing their, like, city miniature stuff. And then they had that, like, menacing kind of thing going on. And then, yeah, stuff like the love shack and i liked the carousel music stuff is is cool is weird it was different i liked it it reminded me of like uh some of these like old 70s uh like synth albums i'll listen to sometimes where you know they'll have like a normal track and then like the next track will be like just a bunch of strange weird noises like they're just like messing around <laughs> on their modulators and like just pulling all the knobs you know and just going nuts and it's like it's just you know just like kind of just strange noises you can make that's kind of what it felt like. I mean, you know, I think it worked for the most part, but it just kind of made me think. It's like, oh, this sounds kind of like Kraftwerk or somebody. And then there's one of those weird tracks where they're going like, pew, pew, and doing weird stuff. Did you see who did the music? Who did it? Jerry Goldsmith. Isn't that the guy who did Leviathan? Mm-hmm. He did that. He did Alien. He did a lot of Star Trek, um, The Mummy. Uh, the Brendan Fraser one. I could see him pulling all the weird knobs and stuff, making weird synth noises. He just keeps coming up. Yeah, he has done a lot of stuff. I recognize his name. 
Well, you guys ready for some overall presentation on this one? Are we we running towards the end? Oh, I think I'm ready. Yeah, in fact, I would say this was even more than I thought we'd get out of it, so. <laughs> just sit us in front of a microphone for about an hour, and we'll just ramble until, until we reach our quota. <laughs> We've all had our fill. Till your light's blinking? Uh-oh. Yeah, don't go don't go too long. <laughs> um, but so our scale goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all gonna give a spiel, and we're each gonna give out our own individual ratings at the end. So, who knows? Does Logan really need to run from the burning flames of the re- the renewal, or could he just uh? Well, he I don't know. Get what <laughs> we buy him to safety, I guess. I don't know. Um, but you know, usually I have some sort of strange story that's happened to me. Uh, and I, I'll probably edit this out, guys. But like, so you know, I have I, I have a job, but then I have my other job, and they had a really special request to ask of me where it was like, we need you to go undercover, you know, we need you to find something. Um, we need to find out. There's always these. There's this group. They're always just so obsessed about. They they're always wanting to be first, and we don't know what that means. What 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 is first? And it's like we think it has something to do with a podcast. And so I was like, all right, that's no problem. I happen to have a podcast myself, and so I've been doing some digging, guys, in our episodes, and I think I found a trend. No way. I think that Mike's the leader of this group, and he always goes first. <laughs> been outed. How could you do this on air to me? Oh, I, 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 uh, don't worry, Mike. I'll, I'll edit all this out. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Mike, don't you think you should go first this time? Suspicious. I've heard it all, but that's okay. I've I've got what I'm gonna say. Um, so this movie, Logan's Run, looks really fun for like a random '76 sci-fi movie, like that I'd never even heard of. Uh, but I didn't really like anything else besides the way it looked, unfortunately. these It had these cool ideas in it that I didn't pick up on at all. Um, but I agree, some of that stuff was pretty cool. Um, if like I was editing this, I would totally put the chill on Logan and his Sandman buddy. Um, cut about 30 minutes of random encounters. Explored some more world building. This movie's just like okay for me um but just like what i'm gonna do when i hit 30 boys i'm gonna pass it (laughs) (laughs) that's more than most of the people in this movie could say this is true true. (laughs) i'm I'm not renewing (laughs) yeah i think uh you know we've definitely talked about some some pros of this movie and some of the cons and I don't disagree with most on either side. Uh, the writing is just not great in this movie. I, I do think you could cut 30 minutes out, but I think I'd like it if we replaced it with like 30 minutes of world building and explanation. You know, I know we're always big on show, don't tell on this podcast, but uh, I, I think this one could have used some more telling. Because there's there's a lot of things that require context, I think. Like Logan, this guy, right? Is he a jerk? Is he a product of his environment? Or was he just born to be a narcissistic sociopath? Who knows? I think it would help help all of us, though, if we did know. (laughs) 
But that said, I had fun talking about it. We got more out of this than I thought we would. Um, and of course, it looks amazing. This whole 70s, uh, 60s, like costume, sci-fi style set pieces. They're great. I think they kind of harken back to like um, kind of the advent of film, you know, kind of like uh, the old, what's it called? A Trip to the Moon, that thing where they do just, you know, like they're like, yeah, what would the future be like? You know, we have no idea. Maybe they'll wear green and red and yellow togas that denote their age. Sure, why not? So I appreciate that kind of thing. I do think I'm just going to give it a watch, though. You know, I think this was probably a fairly influential film as far as sci-fi goes. I, I think it's at least fun to look at. Maybe it doesn't necessarily warrant a ton of critical analysis, if only because the writing is so vague and underdeveloped. But still a good time. I, I wasn't bored, even when the old man was rambling for almost 10, 15 minutes about all of his cats. <laughs> so, <laughs> three names. Yeah, <laughs> they've got three names, if you didn't know. I'll have to ask Atlas what his third name is. <laughs> You'll never tell. True enough. That's a watch from Fox, though. Yeah, I mean, there's some good stuff in this, but honestly, yeah, I just wasn't super connected with it. Maybe it's because, yeah, Logan starts off on kind of a really negative foot. And he kind of just, uh, he doesn't really grow from there, at least not in like a way that was, that worked well for me, I guess, with like the writing. Um, he, he does develop, but I'm not sure exactly, we could have used more scenes like of him, like it clicking in his mind, like why he, what he was doing was wrong or something. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of ideas in this, but I, I don't really feel like they linger on anything long enough to really delve too deep um and i would have really liked it if we just kind of had more of a day in the life at least for a little bit just kind of seeing what the society does showing us some stuff about like how it works you know to see yeah like if logan really is like just kind of a bad dude or if he's a product of the society i don't know but um and i mean there's some stuff i guess i just missed it that the robots serving up human flesh but i thought that was just super random and weird um i'm glad that there's some explanation for him but I don't know. I think the look's really nice. It, it looks cool. The miniatures are good. Uh, colors are really popping, which is good. But honestly, that's about it. I mean, it's not all bad. Like, I don't think this is a horrible movie, but it just it just didn't grab me. So I think I'm just going to give it a pass. I don't know. I just didn't vibe with it. I just didn't vibe with it. On the other hand, I loved this movie. <laughs> um, I had a great time watching it. Uh, there's a lot of big ideas here that are very interesting um i think they explore it uh, as good as they could for what they were doing with this it's kind of like taking a, a stroll through a theme park a little bit they don't stop at all the signs but you get the gist of what's going on and you get to you get a good grasp of the themes and a little bit of exploration sometimes but i would have liked some more um, but that can be hard to do when you're adapting a book too. So, um, I get that. I I do think it could have been replaced, like Fox said, replace some of those old man scenes with some more character development or world building to just further cement in those themes and questions that it poses to the audience. The visuals are great though. I loved everything about that. The visuals, they're cool. Sometimes it didn't work. Like the, the, the CGI was okay sometimes, like better than I thought it'd be. But then there's other times, like in the 
when the ice caves collapsing where it's just a complete mess and looks awful. Um, and then there's some bad green screen sometimes too, but uh, for the most part, like all the practical effects are really well done. Um, even if you can see the little places where they're setting off explosions for the gunfire <laughs> adds to the charm, I guess for me, but yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I liked the ideas, the themes that they had in this. I found it really interesting. Um, I want to read the book and I want to buy this movie. Whoa, nice. nice. I, I dug it. Rad. Well, I'm glad. Glad someone did. <laughs> I'd be curious to read the book. I do think I'd probably find more what I'm looking for from it. the 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 movie did remind me of something I'd read in my old college course. I took about like dystopias and sci science fiction or something like that. I think that's what that was called. I don't remember, but dude, me too. That was a cool class. That it was, but what's next? What's the next classic? So I'm picking for next time. Um, it's an old classic from the 50s, I believe. Um, and I've actually seen this before a long time ago. We'll see if it holds up as a classic, though, in our eyes. Because I'm picking, well, should I say, will it make Run the Real uh, stand still? Or will it make the whole Earth stand still? Because I'm picking the day the Earth stood still. Nice. The original, not the remake, of course. <laughs> not the Keanu? <laughs> nope, nope. Although I am curious about that, but we're just going to do the original since we're doing classics. I've always wondered about this one, that it's got that iconic scene, right? Mm, maybe? I, I guess that depends what scene <laughs> you're thinking of. Well, well, I won't say. With the, uh, uh, we'll, we'll find out, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to let us know next week, Fox. Well, in the meantime, if any of your listeners out there want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run The Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast.gmail.com. Hit us up. Did you love Logan's Run? Did you dislike it? What are your thoughts? Would you live in this strange, youthful society? Probably not. I don't think anybody would say yeah to that, but <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Get in contact with us. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Anyways, thanks for listening to us tonight. Be sure to tune in next week for this crazy-looking movie. Um, this is Run The Real, signing off. Yeah, everything besides Star Trek, that is good sci-fi. So, Huh? From the... It, I said everything but Star Trek has that. Wait, Star Trek's the good? Yeah, yeah. Did I say that wrong? I was confused. I thought you were saying everything but yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, you saying was like good. everything. I was like, Star what? Trek's bad. Everything. Else <laughs> oh no, good. no. They're doing it again, Mike. Don't let them do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just cut that out. <laughs> well, we we can proceed. <laughs> I do oh, like yes. Star Trek. <laughs>